0: hey everybody welcome today is friday may 26th it is the friday before memorial day thank you very much it's been a fantastic week we appreciate everybody's feedback It has been a nutty, nutty week in the news uh, in energy. This is going to be a summary show of the best stories of the week. But if you go to energynewsbeat.com, there's a couple really big stories that hit. Biden and the administration is looking at producing uh, some regulations to ban oil uh, blocking U.S. oil drilling. I'm not kidding. You can't buy this kind of entertainment. And then we also have uh, Georgia nuclear rebirth arrives seven years late and $17 billion over cost. That's nuclear. If we're going to get to carbon net zero, we got to have nuclear and we cannot be waiting on regulations. Also, top producers warn of divestment from oil and gas. It's kind of scary. Anyway, Have a happy, happy Memorial Day, and we will see you guys next Tuesday. So have a great time. See you later. U.S. legislator attempt to ban oil and gas exports. This would be a disaster. Okay. Three U.S. legislators have proposed a bill that would reimpose a ban on U.S. crude oil exports on the ground that this would benefit coastal communities, the energy consumers, U.S. energy consumers as a whole, and it will help the U.S. achieve its climate change goal. No, it will bring the economy to its knees. Let me give you a quote in here. Oil and gas companies continue to pad their pockets at the expense of American consumers and frontline communities, all while fueling our global climate crisis. Uh, Markey said, I got to go see who he was. Ed Malarkey. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Senator what Ed What a bunch Markey. of malarkey. Oh, our country no, no. is. Boom. God, I'm so good. I love this one. Our country is due for an oil change. A ban on oil and natural gas exports overseas is a win for environmental justice for our economy and our planet.
1: This is another example of not thinking about the second order effects. It sounds all well and good. Oh my goodness. We export 4 million barrels of crude oil a day, according to the EIA. I mean, you can look this stuff up, guys. I'm looking at it right right. now. Okay. Well, if we ban that, then we'll have 4 million barrels here at home. What, What they don't realize is the reason why we have to export that is for a few reasons. Lack of pipelines. And guess what? Your favorite act, the Jones Act. If we were to get rid of the Jones Act, you could very easily then navigate American crude oil from one part of the country to the other and not have to go around a pipeline. I mean, think about it. You could get crude oil from the Gulf of Mexico to California without having to import it from somebody else, but no American made ship is going to be able to do that. If all of a sudden you remove the Jones act from the equation, this gets solved. So again, Uh, they're not thinking about the second order effects here. And again, that's just what bothers me. This is a, it's a press release. They threw out a press release on his website. Whoa! we're reintroducing this act. This is, you're killing me here, guys. Okay. Hey, uh, it's even one
0: uh, more magnitude worse than that. So third okay. degree effects. Third degree Okay, we're on the third degree. And uh, even though I was a first degree black belt only, I didn't get to the second order of black belt. Now, here's, here's where it gets funky. The EPA has set up the regulations on our refineries to take the heavy crude And we have not been able to update it. So we have the light and sweet crude. Guess what, Michael, was killed. The Keystone Pipeline, which would have brought heavy oil down from the oil field sands up in Canada, which is actually ecologically better than using heavy oil from Venezuela, Iran, Russia, and we import all that. So this is all a self-in-wounded foot, just like uh, going hunting with um, Cheney. This is like going hunting with Cheney and shooting yourself, except he get you in the Bahamas. I mean, this is absolutely horrific. There's a fourth order of magnitude. It disrupts the entire global market. If you thought that the rest of the world hated us now. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, because it's not just as simple as, oh, those barrels will be spent here. There's a reason why exporting exists in a in a quote unquote free market. There's a reason why goods have navigated to where they go, because it's the most efficient route possible in, in, in no pun intended. It's the most it, it maximizes. It's, it's where the marginal benefits each the, equals the marginal cost. That's where goods flow to.
0: Right. And this is not an argument of whether or not climate change or anything else. This is a fact market issue. We're not moving off of we're going to go
1: through some of this here in a second. I mean, we all know know Stu's big on climate change, so we don't need to reiterate that here.
0: Oh, no, this is this is all (laughs) this is all market, baby. Exxon crushes progressive dreams that net zero has any chance by 2050. It could mean the collapse in global standard of living. Kind of with what we just went along with on that last conversation, wasn't it? but this one has a interesting chart on it, Michael. And if the producer, Andy, can slide this one in, if not, no biggie, go to the website. Annual share of global CO2 emissions. Michael, look at that. It's the European Union in 1750. They were 100% of everything. That was coal, peat, uh That was burning your neighbors. You know, that was Monty Python and the Holy Grail bringing out. Whale oil, my favorite. Yeah, whale oil. We saved them, saved them twice. Well, let's save them twice. In the 1800s, the U.S. popped in, but the China didn't pop in until 1900. But look what's happened. China, since uh, 2019... 30, 50, they took off and went nuts. China is making up for lost time and we're going down. So, I, I, this is a telltale graphic here. Let me go into this next one. In a world of suffocating snowflakery, ESG hypocrisy, and well, Tranheuser Bush. <laughs> <laughs> A corporate corporation tell the <laughs> truth without fear of reprisals in the open society virtual <laughs> signaling <laughs> cabal career rather than an MRA injected, generally
1: engineered hen's teeth. I'm sorry, I got a chuckle out of that one. I thought it was great. It took me a little bit to figure out what they were saying. Uh oh, it absolutely killed me. Um, I love this. Exxon says the prospect of the world achieving net zero carbon dioxide. Emissions by 2050 is remote, but should not be further evaluated in its financial statements. Dun, dun, done.
0: I like the next line
1: in here. Uh, Exxon
0: disagreed with a shareholder. Uh, Exxon disagreed and said the world is not on a path to achieve net zero emissions in 2050 as limiting energy production to the levels below consumer demand would lead to a spike in energy prices as observed in Europe following oil sanctions against Russia over Ukraine. This is like gold right here. This is black gold. I mean, that's true. Why Mexico's president is so hostile to solar energy investment? Well, it's kind of like when you get hit by a mule, you kind of don't walk around that mule anymore. And I think there's some interesting things in here. You just said it in the intro, Michael. Uh, Mexico is one of the best potential locations for solar energy generation in the world. Has great sun, great beaches, on paper at least. Over the last decade, Mexico has successfully attracted billions of dollars in new investment in solar energy, but it has stalled during the president of Andres uh, Manuel Lopez Obrador. Um, Oh, I even said a name almost right. Let's come in here. Mexico has stopped issuing permits and canceled auctions for solar projects, uh, effectively cutting off the flow of private investor money. Let me tell you about how much. In 2017, Mexico received a whopping 35% of all renewable energy investment in Latin America. Today, they're only getting 7%. Mexico is going in the opposite. This is a quote from uh, Rivera Rivera Revota. Mexico is going in the opposite direction that the world is going in. This is a missed opportunity. Mexico has absolutely outstanding wind and solar resources. This is bringing up some really big points. Not the whole world is going to solar and wind anymore. And
1: what's interesting is, of all places, you would think Mexico, given its size, given its ability to actually get solar and transmit it, it seems to be easier to do that in Mexico than it would be in Alaska in the wintertime. Right. You know, weather seems to be fairly good. You know, again, they mentioned the minimal season variability. The fact that they're not in on it says something.
0: It's it's all it all comes down to the market, Michael. The solar cannot by the time you try to add it to the grid, it just makes it too expensive. And poor old Mexico is, you know, they've had to federalize uh, petrol bras in order to, you know, get them back into the the. They got to make money.
1: Yeah. So the problem is Mexico is a really high cost of production. What they do do a really good job of is hedging. They have been one of the world's most successful and well-renowned hedging programs um, that brings yes. in a significant amount of government revenue. Now, the problem is their actual actual, um, it's Pemex, not Petrobras. Oh, that's a uh, Petrobras. That's Brazil. That's Brazil. Um, My bad. Thank uh, you. Pemex, notoriously terrible operator. I mean, I'll just go out and say it. I'm sorry. I mean, they're just, they're not, they're not that great. Uh, no, oh. no master in, the. well, it's just I it's just a, it's a high cost operation. And, uh, you know, I haven't heard of, uh, you know, I, I necessarily haven't heard of the, uh, uh, of, of so the, <laughs> I said, someone correct me if I'm wrong though, but I don't think they're drilling whoppers of wells over there in Mexico. I, I don't even know if they're drilling in Mexico, to be honest with you.
0: Climate protesters dragged away from shell shareholder meeting. Go to hell. Uh, I'm sorry. This one had a video with it out of the New York Post, but I just left it out of the story because uh, we're going to have our um, Mrs. Producer, uh, you know, fly in the pictures because they're just as funny as the video. Michael, Shell Chairman Andrew McKenzie could not start the meeting for more than an hour as dozens of protesters stood up, chanting and saying, shut down Shell, go to hell Shell. Hey, it's catchy, at least it is Hey, dude, 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 OK, let's take a look at the first one. The first guy coming across that uh, Miss producer is going to bring up is a guy laying there looking at the camera and he's looking at it. Michael, everybody else looks like they're being held in terrorist. Uh, it does. You know, but they're they're hostages. And then you look at this one guy going, I'm taking a nap. I mean, he's how do you be a protester like that? Then you take a look. Let's go slide down. Well, to- yeah, you've
1: got like and then you've got like Aladdin on the right, like just looks like he's he's took one too many edibles and is just chilling out like, oh, oh I'm yeah. here in Shell. Oh, I didn't know this is what we were doing today. They, oh, just, no, said, I wonder- they just said get in the van. So I'm yeah, here.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm wondering how much they got paid a banana, a cookie. I, I'm not sure. And, and then when you go to uh, the next picture, um, this lady looks like. She's related to a donkey, I think. I don't want to get in trouble. Shut down Shell, and she's... Can you tell if she's neighing or whinnying or... <laughs> I think it's neighing. I neighing. think that's the correct term. Okay, and then let's go to the next guy. He is being hauled out. He looks like just absolutely a hoop, Michael,
1: what do you think this guy looks like he did? He did something really bad. This guy, I bet, is a... This guy's just a pain in real life. I bet like to get to the point where you're going to get, I mean, it's just, that's bad. That's bad. He is, mean, for I, our I, podcast I, listeners. He is uh, being pulled They've out. got him He's by his, both his legs and his arms. He's literally on all fours. They're carrying him out. Oh yeah. And none of these guys that are bouncing him are lightweights. But yeah, the and he, guy in the back is smiling a little bit. He knows what's going on. He's like, oh. this dude's insane. Yeah, he knows this picture is going viral. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be. A, he's you know exactly what he's thinking. I'm going to be on Energy Newsbeat later.
0: Oh, yeah. Hey, if you're listening, Mr. Big Guy in the background, we want to interview you as you were tossing them out. Yeah, so I'm sure. And then the, la- the let's go to the next one here and then we'll get to the real meat of the story. Miss Producer, can you haul in that one lady? And this one was a lot different. She's in the in the room itself. Uh, There is a gentleman and she's got her dress down and I mean, they're picking her up and she's looking like she really could go to the bathroom. I'm sorry for saying that. But doesn't it look like she's a kid that is going, I've got to go to the bathroom and her dad is talking to her right there. And he's like, if you don't, I guarantee you, he bought her one too many candy canes at the grocery store and she's throwing a temper tantrum. Okay,
1: (laughs) I don't know what I don't know what's worse. That or the one below it where it's the old lady who refuses to get up. Oh, yeah. And
0: she's screaming. I mean, like, this is absolutely a hoot. And, um, I mean, you just got to love it. Now, here's some things that are in here. This is entertainment. Why and were they protesting? So that was funny, but why were they protesting? Um, the activists, including members from Greenpeace Extinction Rebellion, say Shell and other fossil fuel firms are making record profits at the cost of the environment. Nobody bothers to tell anybody two things, Michael record losses that it takes to get to this point of record profits and michael do you think any of those protesters had cell phones yeah they were all
1: probably tweeting about it from there yeah, phone yeah Well, guess slaves. what you gotta have oil to get a cell phone
0: hello hello mcfly, McFly. hello you all right see, i mean you gotta have oil in order to get normal society they're missing the point let's have a talk about how to get the carbon net zero in the fastest most efficient way but that's for a whole nother story anyway i got really tickled at this
1: yeah i mean it's it's you're going to start seeing a lot more of this i'm surprised it's, um, you know it's right now it's in the uk it makes sense but it, it's only a matter of time before it's chevron they're going to be doing sit in at chevron i mean it, this is this well, is coming
0: to america as soon as Soros gets a good idea he's going to be paying some people to do it hey thank you for listening to the energy news beat stand up Thank you to all of our wonderful listeners. Our show is just going off like you would not believe like subscribe, tell your neighbors, tell your neighbors again, and then vote early, vote often. And thank you. And we look forward to speaking to you soon.